Welcome to So Do You Want to Talk About. This is a podcast where four northern friends from the UK talk about K-pop, Hallyu and Korean culture. Disclaimer, these are all our own personal thoughts and opinions. So do you want to talk about that typical K-pop fan stereotype? Hello! Welcome back. Welcome back to So Do You Want to Talk About? And today we're doing a episode based on the stigma on K-pop, K-pop groups, and also age. But first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm AM. I'm B. And I'm Lou, and we've got a special guest today, guys. A very special <gasps> guest. Who's our special guest? Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. I'm Mama Soju. Mama Woo! Soju is here. Um, Yay! <laughs> we've invited her on because we've had quite a few followers that are of a, we don't want to say older demographic, but we've been speaking about how K-pop, we are got that stigma of being teen fans. Mm-hmm. Young girls are obsessed with boy groups, girl groups. And we've got talking and thinking that we want to do a special episode on it. So we've got Mama Soju on because she loves K-pop, but we also want to know her background and why she likes K-pop and why it's different to everything else. So, well, age is just a number. It is. Remember, mm-hmm. fifty-seven. You're fifty years young. Couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mama Soju is my mum, Lou. Um, and we got into K-pop a good few years ago, and we... Through lockdown, wasn't it? It was through lockdown, yeah. but I think we want to hear from you how you got into K-pop, why you like it. Right, well, I came home. <laughs> and, uh, I came home. And Lou said, Mum, have a look at this group, BTS, on the TV, I'll show you a few videos. So I sat there, I thought, yeah, I, I embrace most things, I'm quite, I have a very open mind. So I sat there and and I think I think it was the I always get this word wrong. Di Oh Dionysus. Dionysus. Oh yeah. I think it was at one of the award ceremonies. So the first uh, one where there's these sh- two big lions come yeah, off, off so the ground. The first one I showed you was um, And I was like Was it the legendary mama performance? It was the mama performance yes. I remember doing me and my little sister, we'd had a full evening of consuming BTS and K-pop and we came across award shows and we saw that award show and I was thinking this is an award show because obviously we're used to Grammys and yes and stuff and I remember thinking I was like I'm going to show mum this one because it's got a bit of rock in it the performances it's different and it's a whole stage Mm -hmm. I'll show her this one just to start off and see what she thinks and yeah it was the mama performance Dionysus which is an award show, but they were on for what? It's like a concert. 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. A full 40 minutes after. And I just remember watching it going, oh my goodness, they're very talented. And just being blown away by them, really. The theatre of it all, the professionalism of it all. It's rapping. Very, yeah, it was different, you know, wasn't it, than what we see? Yeah, seen. it was just so different from anything you see in the UK. You know, mm-hmm. any, any bands I've seen before. Um, I mean, I've got quite a diverse musical taste. I'm, I'm not one, you know. I, I do like I like a lot of different things, and I was very open to to just watching all all the different videos. So then, um, I then went down the rabbit hole of watching all the different performances. Um, I think my, one of my best songs is Idol. Idol, <laughs> yeah, I love that it's a so much. Is that. Update everyone: Mama Soju is a pure blood army. Yes. 
She yes. is army three. If you cut her in half, purple blood. But there might out. be a little tiny bit now of writing that says the rose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've really got into the, them lately. Um, obviously, I'm not. I'm not. I'm more BTS, and that's all I, I, I compare. Because like, why I like them is they're very diverse. They're not. They're all very different. Mm. they're not a lot of I love all the other K-pop artists and they're really really talented very theatrical yes you don't know the group of a lot of other bands yes like 80s Stray Kids you know of them but you probably couldn't tell me the members names no I couldn't whereas what are all the members names of BTS I'll start with Jimmy (laughs) V Jungkook RM Sugar Jin and my favourite, J-Hope. <laughs> He's my biased. My bias is J-Hope because I learnt all about bias. And I learnt all about bias wreckers. And my bias wrecker is V. Ooh, a lot of old ladies like V. Yeah. But I appreciate them all. I love them all. Mm-hmm. Every single one of BTS. And also I find, <gasps> having been an, an army and a BTS fan since lockdown, I get very protective. So when they are in the British charts and I say, oh, listen to BTS, oh, they're K-pop, aren't they? And it's all the, the negative from young people and older people of my generation who just don't understand what it is. Why do you think people have that? They're not open. Firstly, they're not very open-minded to find out about it in the mm-hmm. first place. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. They're very closed off. Um, also, probably because they're not, it's not in most of k-pop songs and k-pop it's not in there it's in korean mm. isn't it yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. you know it's like it's, you know it, it's listening to korean lyrics and yeah. i think that just people just have a barrier they just go oh, no i'm not interested in that yeah, yeah or they yeah. just have this assumption that k-pops all these pop bands yeah that are all you know cutesy i think all, all, you know yeah. you get like <clears throat> people i work with who've said Oh, they all look the same. They all got makeup. They all look like girls. It's very ignorant. And I get yeah, very ignorant. And I just get really, really feel me, me, me. You know, just just open your mind, watch it. You know, listen to it. It reminds me a bit of that um, Korean director from Parasite. I think you've said it in an episode before, where he says once you get over that language barrier, it opens up so much more to you. And I think that that's the same with the K-pop lyrics yeah. in Korean you speaking about because I know that you say when you listen to songs from K-pop artists that I show Mama Soju she's like oh that'll be really big in the UK but then I know that it won't be because it's a lot of it's in Korean it's not in English mm. and probably one of the best performing non-English songs that has got to number one in the UK was Despacito by yes. Justin yeah. Bieber yeah. Yeah. but obviously Justin Bieber had an English bit there's a lot of songs that I think would be amazing over here, you know, like Idol. Yeah. The girl yeah. group Idol. Yeah. They yeah. sing in English, yeah. but that's not going to get pushed over here because yeah. already it's yeah. it's almost seen like a lesser yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm really glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up. Because you've got like Camila Cabello, you've got Pitbull, you've got like Sean Paul, you've got like people like that that sing past their songs in Spanish or Cuban. And then you've got people that, and then obviously in K-pop, they sing parts of it in English and in part in Korean. It's it's the same thing, and some people just automatically just assume like they're not going to like it, but then they'll, they'll like Spanish songs. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's to a me. complete barrier because I mean, I go to the gym, and Manda at the gym is really good yeah. to me, and I say, right, Manda, put this on. This is really good to work out to. Yeah, it is. Uh, they've got a Blackpink song. Yeah, that song. Yeah. 
and um, she will put butter on for me occasionally for my BTS. And I, you know, I'm there lifting my weights, going smooth like butter. <laughs> but I know she only does it to sort of. Oh, Sue likes K-pop and she likes like all the Korean mm. stuff. But it, they don't open the minds to it. Yeah, it already Which has been very frustrating. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. people do just think it's one and done though, and there's actually yeah. such a range that there's a bit of something for everyone really. Yeah, but absolutely. everyone just sees and thinks, oh, it's just that one BTS song, Dynamite. I think it's, or whatever. The, I think it's the name of it as well, K-pop. Yeah, so it's yeah. K-pop. People think like obviously so the word pop. Do you think probably the pop part, K-pop? They see it, see it as that kind of almost made. Fun of in like Western movies and stuff. It is very synchronized girl group, all at the same boy yeah. group, pretty. Which I suppose some of it is, but then you have Britpop, and Britpop is it goes from the Spice Girls to Oasis. Like that's mm-hmm. what Britpop comes under. Um, so K-pop, you do have that diverse of it all, where you mm-hmm. do have the kind of the rap. They obviously do R and B. They got indie in there. Mm-hmm. They do Latin salsa. Yeah. They take everything up. Um, and I think that's what's interesting about it where once you do delve into it there's so much music things that you can get involved with but also it's wider than that because K-pop was born through social media whereas Western pop was born through TV and music videos so it is very very different Mm -hmm. and the only way I can compare it is it's very visual isn't it yes it's very very visual it's a package I think and I remember um because we both had the same kind of universal experience. I remember showing, you were with me actually, and we showed my sister K-pop. My sister's like 21, she had a friend over, and we were like, this is what we're going to see. And it was... Um, it was S-class. It was S-class. Yeah. And we paused it, because she got it was Hunden's face, and she went, he's not real though, is he? And I was like, she <laughs> CGI. Oh yes, he is real. And she was like, she couldn't believe it, we were watching it. And it uh, my sister's really into like, a lot of indie bands like Catfish and the Bottle Man. Mm. She loves like Oasis, uh, Killers, things like that. So like to open her like world up to what we like. Mm. She was like she's been really supportive of it. And she's like um, she goes to university in um, Birmingham and they've got a H and V um, K-pop shop in Birmingham. Oh, so she's sending me pictures like oh I've been in here today and I was like oh, that's so exciting yeah. and it's like things like that getting your family kind of involved in it and same with your sister as well. Yeah, isn't it? my sister was a bit reluctant at first. But then I got her into BTS, and then she's not she's not an army, I wouldn't say, but she'll watch the stuff with me if, if she comes over, and I've got a bon voyage on or whatever. Um, but she said that's where she was drawing the line, nothing other than BTS. But I am going to be dragging her to see Stray Kids, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, though. I think that's what it's different. Like, it is, it is the package of it all. Like, for example, yeah. the way I got into BTS is not the way I would have got into, like, the Killers or Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, I... With BTS, I know each of the members, each of their character, their making of music video, their bon voyage mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I loved all that. And in the soup. In the soup. All the in the soup. We consumed all yeah. of it because and just, it is you, that You get to know them deal. individually yeah. as people, not just as, you know, performers. Yeah. You see yeah. That, what they're like when they're doing day-to-day things like camping, cooking a barbecue. Yeah, playing a daft game. Yeah, you know, doing a yeah, quiz. Yeah, like you love Run BTS. Yeah, I love Run BTS. I, do, yeah. <laughs> I just it cracks me up. My best. I think that's why Jay Hope's my bear. I just love him because he, he's <laughs> he so talented. So 
he's so so talented he's such an amazing dancer but I love his personality mm. and the fact he's <laughs> on Run BTS it was always like you know when they do something like with it the, what they call those things where you do the oh um the, the virtual reality. virtual reality games and oh, he's just yeah. sort of falling on the floor or when he's on the that is it that viking ship it, it's um, swearing his head oh it's just hilarious it's just like yeah but then contrast to that i was only watching it the other day um was when they did the sort of michael jackson-esque um dynamite when they all oh, the yeah. lawsuits and i just want jay hope's purple the lawsuit you want the suit <laughs> i thought you were somewhere else <laughs> <with> that. <laughs> that's what it's all about it's like if you're having a really rubbish day this is what bts do for me like i'm feeling a bit fed up today and now and again the you know radio 2 will play dynamite and i just go yay it makes me day yeah it just make me feel happy but every performance in k-pop they do is different yeah i think that's what's special Yeah. yeah like when you watch grammys or anything like that the performances you've seen them sing that song and do that routine before whereas i think with k-pop every every performance is different yeah they do a different twist yeah. to it they've got different outfits different choreo different lighting different how they're doing it everything. dance breaks and things. dance breaks yeah. and it's i think that's what's they keep it all fresh and new and it is the fans being involved with it i think yeah. is a big thing yeah. so mama soju you got to go to your first k-pop kind of I performance did. i did so you were very lucky to come with us to Paris, to Paris, to M Countdown, mm. which you saw groups that obviously you know about BTS, knew about yeah. ETS, you knew mm-hmm. Psy because yeah, everyone, everyone knows Psy. Psy. Yeah. yeah, everyone knows Psy. But you experienced it was a lot. Awesome, by the way. <laughs> you experienced <laughs> a lot of new things, yeah. and also your first a sound check, mm. a sound check, zero <laughs> yeah. base one. So you've never been part of like you know take that fandom or Westlife, or you've never been a boy group follower. No. But even in the eighties, you know, I was I liked bands, um, but they weren't that they weren't the type of bands that were. You were guitarists and yeah, bands as in like Ultravox, Duran Duran, Show Me Age Now, <laughs> Simple Minds, uh, Depeche Mode. Oh yeah. And then the nineties, it was like New Order. Probably in a way, if I look back, I I I, I didn't really like bands like Take That, Westlife. Because you see them as being boy bands. Yeah. So that was my... Probably I well. fell into that. Mm. If you look at my LP collection in there, mm. you know, there's there's a lot of R&B. I like, you know, Luther Vandross. And, but then there's a lot of indie stuff as well. Indie-ish type stuff, electronic stuff. But I probably never embraced the boy bands. Not that you'll say K-pop are boy bands because they're not. Uh, they're just very different. Yeah. I think some yeah, of it, so though... Is because you think of the type of t- stereotypical fan yes. that likes a boy group fan, and you yeah, think, yeah, maybe. I don't know I if don't I'm, know. I don't know if I'm that teen yeah. girl type of. I just feel fan. like I'm a fan girl, but in a <laughs> teenage fan girl in an adult's body. Yeah, like, that's how I. <laughs> but like now we've got financial, like we've got money to fund yeah. to be more irresponsible but with it. It's like a K-pop fan. I think like you've got certain types of K-pop fans that are absolutely. Like I say, like we're really big on K-pop, and we are, but we won't go camp outside a hotel where the K-pop a K-pop fan would be staying, no. and very much backseat. But then there is some that obviously do go camp yeah. out, go to the airports and things like that. I think there's stigmas on different ones. And I think when people think of K-pop, they think of the ones that sit outside the hotel. Yeah, and it just ruins it for the rest of us because then we get a bad name because of some. 
But some of it I don't even think is down to the fans. Like the teen girl stigma, it comes with a lot of things, which I personally, I really don't like this because I think I, I definitely fell into it. I'm, I'm not like other girls kind of thing. But the thing is, what is wrong with liking stuff that teenage yeah. girls like? Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's almost like it's oh, seen as yeah. an insult of mm. just like, oh, yeah. teen girls. Yeah. Like, group of teen girls mm. are like that. And you're like, yeah, yeah. well, what's wrong with teen girls yeah. liking Yeah, maybe if they all like it, it's good. Yeah. But like, just because a teen girl likes it. And something. if it makes you happy, like, screw what anyone else thinks. Well, remember the Beatles? They got st- stigma because they, they got popular because mm. of their supposedly teen girl fan base. Mm-hmm. And then when you look now, years and years later, mm. like, my dad loves them. Exactly, they're a huge, huge group. But then they had, they were put with that stigma of screaming, fainting girls, yeah. and watching them mm-hmm. live. And maybe teen girls know what's good before everyone else does. Yeah, and exactly. fanboys as well. And they have fan a lot boys, of fanboys. Fan That's yeah. the thing. A lot of yeah. We mm-hmm. watched Exceleste on YouTube. She did a segment on K-pop and BTS and how it's it's represented with teen girls but actually if you looked at the ratios of people that had bought tickets for the live shows it was actually the 40 plus and 20 percent of them were male ticket buyers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there is obviously fanboys and guys that do mm-hmm. love this but it's like the what what you, what you gonna say yeah so it's mama soju yeah is a i know big as fan. you can say <laughs> mama soju is a very big fan of what you got to say which are a reaction um, reaction channel on YouTube and it's three lads who were dancers and they absolutely love BTS yeah. mm. absolutely love them they love J-Hope and all this dancing because they did street dancing and they just get so excited and involved in um, it all. You're, you're quite a reaction watcher yeah I love them I like I love reaction, love reaction. And the, the, other, the other the couple as well the Mexi- uh, Mexinese Mexinese I like I watch them all the time TV, don't you? Oh, and Jenny's cup of TV, yes. Oh, we like that. them over here. I just love because they react like I react yeah. <laughs> when you watch them as well. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe they wait as well because obviously they've got to wait for things to, you know, they come out yeah. and then they've got to then record it. They have to wait to The patience that those ladies have, I do not know. <laughs> I'm straight on it. As soon they as they're texting like, each other at 5 a.m. in the morning, going, Did you watch the music? Video? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Have you, <laughs> how long have you been up? <laughs> well, I do that one time with you. Have you seen this, Lou? And you'll go, yeah. And I'm like, damn. You yes. just beat me to yeah. it again. You say that, but I was saying to the girls before, you beat me on TikTok with your algorithm. I'm like, oh, have you seen this video? And you go, oh, yes. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. It's really on good. TikTok more than me. <laughs> when we were into, obviously, really deep in the army BTS rabbit hole, mm. we were present for the first prem. Well, no, actually, we were already present for Dynamite, but you came on for Butter. Yes. So we got up early for the release of the Butter music video. Oh, yeah. So me and my little sister... It was sister, the little teasers, wasn't it, that they put out before? Yeah, Remember? did you watch the Butter Melt? Oh, I can't believe how long I watched that for. I <laughs> <laughs> watched the Butter Melt for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> watched Butter Melt for an hour. Um, but we got up early. It was like 5, 5.30, 6am or something. And we watched the premiere of Butter. And then after that, we then were getting up early for their Suwu performance as well because yeah. we bought oh, yeah. tickets to stream it live on Weverse but we also bought Soundcheck yeah. so we were we were there at 6 in the morning to watch Soundcheck before we could then watch it at 10am I, yeah. I did the same I did the same I woke up front, went back to sleep <laughs> um, but that it got you through pandemic though yeah. like that yeah. whole thing um, anyway going back to M Countdown 
because we missed oh, we it. Oh, we divorced. We did divorce yeah. a bit then. Um, so M Countdown, you got to see other bands. I did, I did. And there were... And there was there was a band that caught my eye. No, we're not doing it. CD. We're not doing that. No. Okay, so I know who she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so at M Countdown, obviously it was a not a concert concert. It was a music show. Music show, yeah. essentially. So we were standing, and you got to experience light sticks. Yeah, and the whole the whole feel really is is just very. Everyone loves loves. You know the the music. There's all the different um, fans of all the different bands and their light sticks and all the, and all when they queue in, everyone's really happy. And one of the most amazing things that I thought was great, which I've never ever seen before, was um, everyone dancing. Yeah, oh, the K-pop yeah. Yeah. band of dance player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dan- and you know, so little snippets of uh, music had come on, and all these young people. Just knowing all the dances to all the different, all the different yeah. songs, different groups as well. I think because that was still an experience for us. I think seeing loads of different fans of different groups together, yeah. different light sticks. Mm-hmm. So you got to see ATs. Yes, the first time because obviously I knew Lou. You, Lou and Kaz had seen them in in Korea. I bet she's not mentioned that. And I'd seen little snippets of the videos they brought back. And obviously, it was just the whole... And, oh, what's his name as well, that lovely one? A bit like Jimin. Taemin. Taemin. Oh, my goodness me. He's a bomber, isn't he? Talented. And like that contemporary... That contemporary style is dancing and... Don't you think it gives you, like, Justin Timberlake vibes? Yes. Like, that's, like, what I kind of got, like... From Taming, like, but classic. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And then some of the girl groups that were on as well, mm. they were very, because I'd never seen, other than Blackpink, I've seen them and, yeah. and the yeah, that, dream other, that younger group, there's Dreamcatcher, yeah, dream there's the younger New group, Jeans. New Jeans, I'd yeah. seen them, um, but nothing I'd never seen, you yeah. know, so it was really yeah. just, just amazing, really. The whole atmosphere, you felt, even though I didn't know a lot of the groups there. You know, it was mm-hmm. just the atmosphere that everyone was happy. So many different types yeah, of people, yeah. and everyone just gets along. Yeah, all like in different. It's, it's you know, if, it, if there was an equivalent over here, there'd be a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wouldn't there? Yeah. You know, oh, that's not you know, but it was just everyone was getting because we were talking about this in previous episodes that online everyone's like it's like fandom wars, but actually in real life everybody was so nice to each other. Yeah. Like I think like when there was a group on that somebody had like a treasure lights there the people that kind of like treasure were a bit more to the front and then again nct then the nct ones kind of went to the front and uh, it was quite nice to see all those people getting along and it's like you kind of knew who's people's favorite group because everyone had different light sticks that was quite yeah. cool yeah. yeah and uh, mama soji is monster x's number one fan yeah <laughs> who, who who are they it's the professionalism of them mm. the the attention to detail but also what I like about it is they're very connected to the fans. Mm-hmm. That that comes across like sound checks. I've never heard of anything like that before. Yes, so you got to experience a sound, a sound check, check. Yeah, for zero base one. Zero, and I've never heard the screams. Like that, <laughs> that was just for me. That was, that was just AM. <laughs> you know, and like it was just, but it was lovely and how, how respectful they are of the fans. That was that was something that came mm. across to me a lot. 
K-pop so in just Paris, which K-pop is huge in Paris. Paris yeah. in France. It's good yeah. atmosphere when you go to even, a Paris. Even going yeah. over it, I came over on my own, didn't I, a bit later on. Mm-hmm. And um, even just on the plane, I was looking out for all the little hidden details. <laughs> who who are the K-pop fans here? <laughs> oh, there's a look there. She's got a card on her back there. She's got oh, I'll just go and say hello. <laughs> so I wouldn't ordinate, mind you, I walked. I do talk to a lot of people, but I wouldn't normally go across to somebody and yeah. say... Are you going to turn countdown? Yeah. Uh, over here. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Well, do you know what? My my daughter and her friends have a, a podcast, so do you want to talk about it? Promoting <laughs> <laughs> them as we're getting on the plane. <laughs> we love a plug. We've got some extra followers during the journey. You did. <laughs> recently, I say recently, we've bought tickets. Yes. To go and see the rose, the rose in March. Yes, and the rose we'd say are they still class themselves as K-pop because they know it comes under that umbrella, but obviously they play their own instruments. They, um, to be fair, Wu Sung Sammy did do his solo stuff and he did dance. Yeah, and I found that out a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. Saw clips of him. Yeah, after the rest of the band have come back from military service um, in twenty twenty. One, they then released their album, Heal, and then since then they've kind of been on this really good trajectory of festivals that they've been doing, and then they're coming on tour, we're seeing them in London, and then you've got tickets to come see them, and you're joining us again. I certainly have. So do you want to the party again. (laughs) But I I can't wait to see the rows, I just think their songs are just beautiful. Childhood. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get through that when I go and see them. Aww. It's just such the, the lyrics for that song are just so powerful. Yeah. Just and well, then the, if you need to shed a tear, AM will be. <laughs> I'll join you. We're standing as well, aren't we? So that's going to yeah. be really cool. Yeah. Well, you're standing, but I'm VIP, so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking Mama surgery instead of that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go for a beverage while you're there. Yeah. It's going to be just good. Can't wait. What is your pet hate in K-pop? Pet peeve. Pepe, they're the boys that all they all look like girls, they wear loads of makeup mm. and they wear girls' clothes. Mm. Because yeah. technically they're working. They're yeah. at, they're working and then when you watch like um you know the YouTubes where they're like they're at home and they're they're, they're just kinda of going to the gym. Obviously they're bare faced yeah. and day to day life they're bare faced, but when they're going to do shows and things like yeah. that they have to wear it because it's, it's their job it's part of the, yeah it's part of the, the thing that gets me is, image. Mm, yeah. yeah the thing that gets me as well is that people say it as if like people never wear makeup but then you look at like kiss or bands mm. from the 80s yeah got all the eyeliner on i've got mm. all the makeup all over and i think well, yeah, yeah, classic yeah, yeah. You, i mean i was i was a teenager in the 80s and i love new romantic Mm. Hell yeah. All the new romantic yeah. phase. So I went through every phase in the 80s. The only thing I didn't do was punk. But new romantic. And um, that was based on, you know, flamboyant clothes, makeup. Um, well, David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Freddie Mercury. Loved an eyeliner. Freddie Mercury. Exactly. Mm. You know. Um, but then as soon as it's a almost Asian Korean thing yeah it's then judgment it's very much judgment straight away yeah Yeah. like Mm -hmm. one thing like my pet peeve I have many pet peeves obviously but my pet peeve is with award shows and how now obviously I'll go on about this whole pave the way weather but the fact that they now have a k-pop section of an award not just a general award why don't they just put them within everyone else 
Because yeah. they'd the, the lose. Exactly. They'd lose. <laughs> yeah. So now they've got to create this K-pop section of best of K-pop or K-pop group rather than group of the year. It's yeah. a K-pop group yeah. of the year. Like they have to section them out all yeah. the time. Yeah, they wouldn't do which, that with any other exactly. nationality. Like, well, yeah. they do do it with Latin now. I think it's it's just them being sneaky, pulling in the K-pop viewers without actually giving them a... Well, did you see the view ring. count for the Grammys? I was talking about this yesterday, actually. I, the only reason I knew it was on was because the next day I heard about the Taylor Swift thing, and obviously I'm a Taylor Swift fan, but that's the only reason I knew it was on. Mm. But the viewers' count of the Grammys was, I think it was only like one-third of the viewers that JK had when he fell asleep on his, <laughs> his V-Live. <laughs> <laughs> so more people watched JK fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> then people tuned into yeah. the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> the only bit of the Grammys that I saw was um, uh, Tracy Chapman. Oh yeah, I did that, see was that amazing. video. Yeah, because I, I think when you, people think of K-pop, they think of like nothing. Not, yeah, not that there's anything wrong with it, but like Twice is Yes or Yes or songs like that. Really poppy. Yeah, like mm. really buzz, cutesy, you know, really stuff like, like that. Because yeah. I think I think that can put some people off because they see. They see the cute teddy bears and the cute poses, the cat poses, yeah. all the cutesy stuff. Because obviously in Korea in general, people do go around with, I don't know, a cute pencil case or something that over here necessarily, you probably would associate with children. Up. Yeah, like you wouldn't use that if you were a bit older. Mm-hmm. Whereas in yeah, Korea, I think that's more accepted yeah. Yeah. to have the cute teddy keychain on the jeans and stuff like yeah. that. Like I see that quite a lot. Yeah, whereas I suppose here it's very much you have that societal thing of like, oh, well, you're too old for that now. Yeah, you're yeah. mature, you're yeah. too mature for this. Too mature yeah. for yeah. that, yeah. you shouldn't be having that. I went to the football yesterday. Yeah, they go to the football, mm-hmm. and they're all there with the the Harlan shirts on, you can tell who I support. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, grown men. Most of the demographic is men over 30 who go yeah. watch the football. Well, you can compare you know, just music yeah. group fans like boy girl group fans to football fans we yeah. are very yeah. we're the same yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. for example they have more of a stigma against the boy and girl group fans rather than football because football's almost societally accepted yeah. even though the you know there's fights outside Wembley during covid and all of this and there's people leaving nice and calmly from a boy group or girl group concert. Mm-hmm. But then it's more of a, you get more of this stigma of, oh, she's got all of these albums in her room, she's got these posters, she's got mm-hmm. this. Whereas he's got a t-shirt in a frame and all yeah. of the uh, magazines of yeah. football. And paying a fortune to go and yeah. see yeah. a final yeah. at Wembley. Yeah. 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 But then we go to a concert and pay a fortune. Yeah, it's and just you like, get the judgment. why are you spending so much yeah. on that? Like, they don't even know you exist. It's like, you're, we're, yeah. we're aware of that. Those football mm-hmm. players don't know you exist either, but you're... Yeah. You're scheduling your day yeah. to go home and watch football. We're scheduling it to go and see yeah, BTS live stream or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like that TikTok of um, Sonny for Tottenham. Yeah, Son. Yeah. Son yeah. for yeah. Tottenham. And he's taking a corner... And he turns to the guys and he waves to his fans and the giddiness. Yeah, yeah. they all like wave back. These grown men, like it's exactly the same. same. Mm-hmm. And really, football shirts are just merch. It's just, <laughs> just it's like it's like just band merch, isn't it? Yeah. Like the owners of Man City, it's like hype. 
yeah. It's the same kind of thing. <laughs> Chelsea, JYP. Yeah. <laughs> you can compare it. Yeah, you can. You can. But yeah, so for some reason, you say you like football, completely fine. You say you like K-pop. I get the judgment. It's like, what? The, what teens like? Ugh. And you're just yeah. like, already you're like, oh, here we go. I've now got to explain it, but then why should I explain like, it? Like, one of the girls at work was asking why I keep changing my photo card on the back of my phone in case, and I've got to the point where I've just taken it out now, so I'm just keep explaining it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, I think, like, other people just do get that, mm. that, that stigma. It's like, yeah, you... But then it's like, you should like what you like. Why, why do you care what I like? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why should yeah. that... As long doesn't as it makes you happy, life. I don't mm-hmm. think that it does make a difference. And it's like, like my boyfriend was really at the first, like when we first started getting into K-pop, I got into Blackpink. So like he, we watched a movie with me, like we really got into it. And I kind of got into Twice and Stray Kids. And he was like, he liked them, but we play it all the time in the car. And he never like says anything, but he's like, put that one on that I like. <laughs> and it's always a tease wonderland. <laughs> he really <laughs> likes that. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> loves that. I don't know about your parents. Yeah, you know, my parents, they're still of that mindset of like, oh, Bethany, she wants to marry a Korean man. Like, it's, that's not, but then, yeah, but then yeah, but they take the mick out of me for watching this. And then I see my mum watching Son on the TV. It's a whole different question when it's that. But um, they, are, they are a bit more into it as well. Like, I know there's been a few times where my, my granddad has seen on like the news or something or on his iPad or whatever something about a K-pop group and he said to me like oh have you seen this and, yeah oh are you okay BTS has gone to military and I'm like I think it's nice I think so it was, many people it's on the BBC me, yeah. yeah when BTS went into the military they announced it wasn't a disbandment but obviously all the media outlets yeah. jumped on it and said that they're breaking up I got so many I've never had so many texts from people all at once just going like oh so your favourite group's like splitting up and I'm like okay for one no not. yeah <laughs> Two, why do you care so much? And three, I'm emotional. <laughs> we had, when um, Blackpink came to Buckingham Palace, and my boyfriend's mum texted me and she was like, hey, I've seen that Blackpink are at the, you know, the palace. Like, I'm Beverly, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. I've seen it everywhere. But then also, like, my sister texted me, my mum texted me, and then I think my nana mentioned it, and I was like, I was like oh, actually, I like, yeah, like, I think, looking yeah. what I'd I think because well, when people see it like that, they're a bit more understanding because like, I know that when I was showing my mum the changing of the guard did uh, black pink oh, do, 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 and um, my mum was like oh actually that's really good that sounds really good like that and I was like this is the thing some people just judge it before they even actually listen to it yeah it's like if you just put that complete already they don't even want to be don't even want it explained to them I don't think no yeah even though there's huge similarities like I was speaking to my friend yesterday and she's a huge Swifty and I was trying to explain the similarities between when Taylor Swift she drops a lot of clues and hints and she does a similar pattern to K-pop in the sense that she knows she has a very big fan following and social media presence Mm -hmm. so when she drops hints for like new albums and stuff she'll hide clues in her music videos or a billboard will be up somewhere that's very similar to k-pop so for example stray kids and bst hyde park they didn't have to do really any pre-prep for this huge announcement they let the fandom do it with that billboard Mm. yeah like that billboard it wasn't obviously an announcement or a straight things but everyone knows that's the stay, that stay was logo. in the font so stay tuned everyone knew that it was straight because stay tuned something's coming and that got spread around 
social media by the fans it wasn't posted by BSD it wasn't posted by Stray Kids it was the fans doing it for them it wasn't until the night before the announcement that people clocked on Live Nation Live Nation did a post it wasn't they let the fans do the work and that's very very similar Mm -hmm. and it's a similar pattern with you know Mm -hmm. concerts as well Mm -hmm. like obviously the only concerts we know of that use this kind of lights and light sticks was Coldplay and Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. and Again, Taylor Swift is jumping on this whole photo cards in albums. Mm. She in her album she's released recently, they come with a photo card. Yeah. So they can see this pattern of why people spend so much on albums in K-pop because it is a package. Yeah. Like it's more than just well, it's a like CD. Present, yeah. isn't it? It's I mean, it's amazing. Itself. You get all the things you get in it and beautiful photographs. Mm. And it's always baffled me that the Western yeah. never jump. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody saw the interview with Jimmy Fallon and Hugh Grant because Hugh Grant was at Blackpink. We knew he was a yeah, Blackpink. Yeah. We saw him. I was like, "That's Hugh Grant," and he said because he took his daughters to see Blackpink, and he said it was like the best thing he's ever seen. He yeah. was like, he was like a massive K-pop fan now, like, and and other like John Cena for one, John massive Cena. BTS fan, oh, yeah, massive K-pop yeah. fan, and it's like it's really funny, like actors and people that are getting famous. The kind of like Ryan Reynolds, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Uh, massive Stray Kids fan, and oh god, Lil, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, because Bruno Mars is like a huge fan. and uh, Anderson Park. Anderson Park. So obviously he's collaborated with RM before and he's yeah. big on BTS, but also Anderson Park's wife is a mm. huge Jin fan. I think they're getting And it's this. That's probably why. Jin is about to come out of the military. I'd get divorced. <laughs> 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 just, just, just got to prep. You know what I you? also love? Uh, Coldplay and their love for BTS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's I watched Coldplay last year. And uh, yeah, got so excited when. Well, it's uh, funny because you see how many people are fans uh, yeah, armies in the crowd. Armies as well. are in the crowd. Because Chris um, Martin, he just went. Now we're sending this out to our good brothers, yeah. um, and he's so respectful about. So respectful, them, it's really cute. And just so as a fellow musician, and the love for him, yeah. for them, it, it just comes through in his voice. It's the documentary. I think it's, I think it's lovely on YouTube that they yeah. did of him going over in pandemic, yeah. meeting yeah. them all. Like yeah. I love that documentary because it's very rare that BTS let you see behind the scenes mm-hmm. because RM and Sugar are very private in their producing and writing process so when they do and stuff like that it shows you how much respect they have for Coldplay because they've allowed the cameras into the studio and that whole video montage I think is amazing because they're getting this kind of positivity from someone who's older than them. I really like the way Chris Martin speaks about it as well because he almost he does I, I can't think what video it is but he speaks about it like you need to just open your mind to it because like they didn't even consider it before and then once they open the mind to it it's like what we'll be missing out on all of this yeah he even says in a k-pop k-pop group yeah he was like but then you listen to a song like mic drop or you listen to a song like this like you hear the difference yeah because he speaks about how he's he's like oh that would never work collaborating with them because they they speak korean and we speak english yeah but then once you realize that it's not actually a barrier if you don't want it to be a barrier. Yeah. It opens it up. And Which then... is what my universe, the song is yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, um, you know, Anne Marie? She collabed with a lot of Cape Advice and she oh, performed she it at an award show yeah. and sang, like, she sang uh, 22, uh, tw- two, uh, tw- 2002. And um, oh, yeah. she sang like some of her songs, and all the cave idols got up and were starting to like sing and dance to her sing. music. Yeah, I think she's um, quite. And she's quite big. Yeah. I think she must be quite big in Korea. But she's like wrote on some of idols' 
She had a seventeen. She's seventeen. Like there's, there's a couple of like she's she dipped her toe in quite a few. And I think like some people don't know that. And it was mm, only because I was listening there. It was came up my pay, my playlist, and it was Mini um, from Idol, and then it was Amberina. Like, yeah, um, I didn't know about this until Cass got into Idol. Yeah, because I didn't really know who Idol were. So um, when she did the collaboration with Amberina. But if you could, off the top of your head, do you have three favourite K-pop groups? Three? I know you've got two. So I've that's got two. Three. <laughs> three. The third would have to be, probably because I've seen them live, probably a tease. Yeah. yeah. So BTS, a tease and the rose. Oh, good choice. Good, good choice. choices. Yeah. Good choices. Mama Soju, if you want to recommend a song to somebody that's never listened to K-pop and has never really opened that door, what song would you recommend to someone for their first song to listen to? Myself, I would probably say Idol by BTS. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good song. Because it, yeah. What this, would you recommend the song or would they would be a music video or a performance? What how would you sit someone down and show it them? The music video. The music video. Yeah. Mm. Love that music video. All the colour and the... Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Because good good I'm going to recommend what I got into when I first oh, yeah. started getting into K-pop. It was the first song that I listened to and it was Kill This Love, Blackpink. That was the first... Mm. That was the first K-pop music video I got into and then obviously it spiralled then. Um, out of hand. To me, it got, <laughs> it got a bit out of hand to where we are now. Um, <laughs> and then my second one would be God's Menu Show Kids because... Um, Felix in that I think it grabbed a lot of people and they were like where is this voice coming from and it's just such a good song and I think it got a lot of people into Stray Kids which made people get into other groups as well mm-hmm. so I feel like they have really good two recommendations by myself <laughs> I was actually going to go Stray Kids as well I was going to go Maniac nice. just because this is as I say my sister likes BTS but she's never really taken much attention to any of the other k groups I listened to but when I've played Maniac, that was one where I played it once and the second time I, I've had it on, she says, I've heard this one before, haven't I? And it caught her attention. I think, again, it was Felix's voice, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like it's a bit of something different that shows off K-pop quite well, I think. Mm, definitely. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. That I love that one, actually. Uh, this yeah. is it. Here we go. Also, I think it is the Felix clip. Yeah. Yeah. You just grab people. Yeah. And you're like, ooh. It's just something different. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm sure if you go on YouTube, you know, and you can tell, it tells you where the most replayed bit is. Yeah. Yeah. It is the Felix bit. Yeah. Yeah. Felix bit. Because it doesn't. He doesn't. His face doesn't suit the voice. Yeah. Yeah. So you see the face first, and then the voice comes, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. So that's been replayed the most. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what got my sister because I'd watched um, the Dayback Show interview with Bang Chan and Felix, Mm. and she was like. God, he looks like an angel just dropped down from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, when she saw the maniac thing, I was like, that's him. Mm. That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, do you want to finish us off? Finish us off. Um, Gotta be a good one. It's probably just going to be BTS again, isn't it? Because that's how we got in. So BTS, but I'm going to recommend Not Today Ooh. music video mm. because that is... BTS are very good, obviously, at their theatrical acting, but this is acting and dancing all in one music video. And you have the drone shots and everything, and then the yeah. dancing on that big mirror stage, and then yeah. the running and getting shot at and stuff. It's all everything together. And I think that would be really good. But also because we know I can't count, 
and you always have two. Um, <laughs> also, if I'd show, I'd show them that music video, but then I would show them the Coldplay and BTS collaboration documentary. Yeah. yeah. Just because, obviously, it starts off with Coldplay and Chris Martin has gone to Korea, and then it then shows BTS and their admiration for I feel like Coldplay watching that again this afternoon. Now. We'll watch it later. <laughs> And it just kind of builds on that and then also this kind of process that they go through and everything and how they're writing in the studio and all of this. It's just very good looking to behind the scenes of, of it all and then the respect of a very big British band called Play yeah. and K-pop and the message that Chris has at the end as well of just like borders down. Yeah. Like just yeah. Mm-hmm. give it a go. Open your mind. Open your, Open mind. your mind. I think it's a good shot. Thank you very much, Mama Soju. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. We'll interview you after we see the rose in London, I think, and get your thoughts on that. I'd love to. Love to come back. Do you want to do our signature sign-off? So do you want to listen next week? So do you want to listen next week? So do you want to listen next week? No, it's so (laughs) do. So do you the drink. So So do you want to. So do you want to listen next week. So do you want to. Sorry, I don't listen to you. Every time it comes on a Wednesday, I listen. <laughs> I have the two women in the kitchen, I'll put it. <laughs>